Echo is here, and I binged all five episodes in almost one go. I would watch them all, like, the first day it came out, but I watched it, like, eight at night, didn't want to stay up all night, so I just watched one, one episode, then I finished the rest of the next day, so. And honestly, I haven't, like, binged an entire show in one go in almost a while. Anyways, this is my review of Echo. Same deal as before. Positives, neutrals, negatives. Uh, let's get into it. Positives. And just to get them out of the way, my first positive, Kingpin and Daredevil. It was so great seeing Vincent D'Onofrio back once again as the Kingpin in the MCU. I'm really glad that he stayed. And Dino Marvel didn't seem to quite know how to treat him sometimes because, I don't know, I was like... Me, me and some of the people feel like he's been he's been used a little weirdly in the MCU, like with Hawkeye and then in Echo. But I don't know, maybe that's just me being brainwashed by some of the other reviewers. But either way, he delivered in all of his scenes. Like he had my attention constantly, and just I cannot wait to see more of him in the MCU, especially with what they are alluding to as to what he's going to do. And even though we only saw Daredevil for one fight scene, I savored it. I loved it. Just, it was awesome. If that is the quality of fights we're going to get in Daredevil Born Again, I am all for it. And plus, it was so cool seeing Charlie Cox back in the old black and reds. Judging by how Maya fought Daredevil before she shot Kingpin, I take this takes place before She-Hulk. So I wonder if in Daredevil Born Again, we're going to get a brand new suit. According to Can We Get Toast, that is the case. We're going to get a brand new suit. Actually, I think we're supposed to get like multiple suits. Aqua Cox destroyed in this season or in this series. I'm someone who had no real issue with her in Hawkeye, but I just kind of felt no real impact with her. I didn't feel kind of like maybe her story arc with her finding out the truth about her dad kind of felt shoehorned in, but after learning about her backstory in the first episode and just seeing what she brought to the table... I absolutely adore her. She is badass. Is she one of my favorite MCU females? I can't really say, but I will be completely happy to see her again in the MCU, either in an Echo Season 2, Daredevil Born Again, Spider-Man 4. Maybe Spider-Man 4, because I feel like that Spider-Man 4 is going to be like a sort of huge crossover event with a lot of these street-level characters. Actually, no. I'm pretty sure it is. Like... At least 99.99%. Her family, I really enjoyed as well. Probably up there with Kamala's family of just like, you know, a lovable MCU family. Her cousin Biscuits had to be my favorite because just, he was awesome. I was of how like, just he was goofy and then he gets like dragged into a lot of stuff that Maya was doing with Kingpin. Just, yeah, Biscuits has to be probably my favorite character on the show. The fights were awesome as well. Just knockdown, drag out, brutal, hard hitting. They really used the TVMA rating here. And I also love how they kind of showed us them from Mike's perspective of how she can't hear anything, so she just kind of has to watch things unfold and go from there. And we got some brutal stuff in this. We got a lot more blood than we usually do. We saw how Maya lost her foot, like in the flashback to where we see like the, like, like, because the long, spoiler alert, she, she loses her foot in a car crash with her mom and... A piece of glass is lodged like in her foot. But, like we see like the glass in her foot or in her ankle and just we see the and even like Kingman has like a ASL interpreter shot which she what she do. But then again, you know, he's Kingpin, 
she probably heard too much and he was afraid he, she might blab so careful who you work for people be careful who you work for now this is sort of a positive and a negative i'll start with the positive part first but I love seeing all the Choctaw stuff and the Choctaw re re representation. You know, I'm from Oklahoma. You know, I've, I've learned about any culture my whole entire life. So I just found that really interesting. Plus, Marvel's been doing a pretty good job of doing some proper re re representation in, like, Shang-Chi, Miss Marvel. But then this kind of goes into my neutral of... The the show was kind of misleading because you know we all thought that we all we all thought and they even said this is a street level story with you know crime and all that but in the first few, like literal second of the first episode we get some Choctaw mythology and I mean personally I didn't have a problem with it because I love mythology I love learning about mythology it's one of my favorite it's one of my interests besides this but then again, I'm also kind of like, what is this? I was wanting to see some brutal street level stuff, not you know, mythology stuff. Like, the, like the like I I I wouldn't mind if they did this did this like in a season two where like season one is you know, street level crime. She's taking she's taking on Kingpin. You know, she's wearing you know a more comic accurate costume. And then in season two, we explore the Choctaw mythology. She gets her powers, so on and so forth. Now on to my negative, and I only have one, and it is. Again, not surprisingly, the finale falls short once again. When will Marvel learn to stop having the shortest episode of the show be the season finale? And plus, just like a lot happens in this finale. We see Maya getting her power, she takes on Kingpin, and just it was also very underwhelming. I mean, this whole thing of like Kingpin was gonna have his guys attack this. Festival that was going on, but then Biscuits comes in and just plows over the vans with their with the with the monster truck, and then this other guy shoots his main henchman who who has who has who has like an, an RPG or something like that. This wasn't really exciting. Probably like maybe the only exciting part of the finale was seeing Maya use her powers to give to her grandma and her friend to take on Kingpin and the thugs, but and then and then she like does a Spock mind read on Kingpin to. Trying to let him let go of his anger. Just yeah, a lot happened in the in the finale, and I it wasn't really quite as satisfying as I hope it would be. Plus, what's with Marvel having Kingpin getting taken down so easily? Okay, well, great, and Hawkeye took a bunch of explosive arrows, but an Echo like all it took was him getting you know the Vulcan mind meld or whatever, and then he's like, I'm done, I'm out, I'm out, I'm leaving. And then that's it. Of the, that's it for Kingpin until Daredevil: Born Again, Spider-Man Four, and the end credits. While I applaud it for setting up Fisk's future in the MCU, that's all felt like they were talking down to us in a way. So, spoiler alert: the the postcard scene is of Fisk on his private jet watching the news, and the news is about New York, and they're all New York needs mayor, and. It, Anyone can just step up to be the mayor, or or run for mayor, 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 and it's just like, like they're really just being, being us over the head of, hey guys, he's going to run for mayor again. I applaud them for 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 setting this up, but also this kind of leads into another negative, which I just thought of, but one on a second, just felt really just 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 this post credit scene felt really lazy to me. 
I honestly would have just have it been, be revealed that he's already running for mayor. And then, boom. Set up for Daredevil Born Again, Spider-Man 4, any other, any other street-level show, movie, done. And also for that new negative I just thought of... So the whole point of a Marvel Spotlight is to be a more contained story, more character-driven story. But then again, Echo sets up Kingpin running for mayor, which will have major repercussions in the MCU and mainly on the street-level side. And that doesn't seem quite self-contained, character-driven story to me. Like, obviously, to kind of know what's going on in Daredevil Born Again and Spider-Man 4, you'll have to either watch something on YouTube about Echo or watch Echo, which, of course, this is a major problem with the MCU lately of having to watch all these shows to know what this in one movie means in another movie which was referenced all the way back in a tv show and so on and so forth overall i would give echo a 7 out of 10 it's not the best street level marvel property i think that still goes to hawkeye and daredevil well at least hawkeye when it comes to new marvel stuff because apparently as of now the netflix shows are now canon to the mcu which that's a whole nother can of worms i don't want to get into right now but even then, like, you can still find some enjoyment out of Echo. Like, people are enjoying the show, which I am glad to see and hear. And that will be it for today. Just a quick little look at as, as to what I have coming up. On Tuesday, I'll have my monthly, I'll have my December monthly wrap-up up as well. And then probably Friday, I will have my review of Justice League Crisis on Infinite Earths Part 1 up as well. So until then, if you're listening listen to me via my podcast, do the usual stuff. Uh, follow me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Leave me a voice message if, if you feel like it. Please me if I start rating and a good review where you can. If you're watching me on YouTube, do, do again, do the usual stuff of like, comment, and subscribe. And until next time, happy, stay well, stay healthy, and I will see you or talk to you next time. Peace out.